This is the show that pulls back the industry curtain. We're exploring pop culture, music icons, and food gods. It's the Jeremiah Show with Dr. D. Broadcasting from the HJL Hospitality and Evolve Studios in LA and KZSB AM 1290 and FM 96.9 Santa Barbara or somewhere from the road. He's opened and fixed more than 200 restaurants, bars, nightclubs, hotels, and neighborhood joints around the globe. He's an industry driver, an author, and a columnist. He's a restaurateur with legendary rock star Mick Fleetwood in Fleetwood's on Front Street in Lahaina, Maui. And he's your radio host. And now, back from a race around the sun, Jeremiah Higgins. Hey, welcome to the Jeremiah Show. we got a very special guest on the show today. I'm so excited to have him back. Before we get there, though, I just wanted to mention mm-hmm. at the top here, Dr. D, uh, first, I'm hoping you're okay. I'm doing great. I, I know you're going to say yes, I'm great, so I, uh, I won't even ask. So, uh, <laughs> Jeff Skunk Baxter, you know, the uh, Doobie Brothers, yeah. uh, Hall of Famer, Steely Dan. Yeah. Well, he has put out his new, uh, his first new solo album in over uh, 10 years. First wow. solo album ever, really, Officially, and he's going on the road. So I just want to mention at the top here um, that he will make its uh, debut at on May third at the Rams Head in Annapolis, Maryland, and we'll put, we'll give out more tour dates. Uh, but if you're lucky enough to be in Annapolis, Maryland, um, where my grandmother and grandfather used to live, very cool. May third at the Rams Head. Go see Jeff Skunk Baxter. It'd be awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I have All my right. fourth album coming out in 2027. Your fourth album, that's even right. though you haven't released your first? I haven't even released <laughs> I'm going with number four first. Yeah, that's a good way. To, I, I like how you're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Backwards. They can anticipate the other three. to go forwards. That, there you go. First time, Dr. D, I heard Shadow Stevens. Yes. Ten years old. I was living in Anchorage, Alaska. Not by myself. With my family. Mm-hmm. And my gr- grandmother had sent me a little vintage car radio clock. I've mentioned this before, but it's been a many, many years since I have, so I'm going to mention it again. My grandmother <laughs> sent me a little car vintage. It was like a vintage car. On each side, they had spare tires. You know, it's like those old oh, yeah, 1920s. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Um, one of them was for the volume. And the other one? One was for, for the, the dial. Yeah. I don't think anything came in, but. Shadow Stevens. <laughs> I listened to Shadow Stevens in those days on uh, American Top 40. Actually, I think that it was like a crystal radio set that was actually hardwired and tuned exclusively to Shadow Stevens. Yeah, I think he, he had control of the That's airways right. up there. They knew what they were doing. Um, I hid it under my pillow, and then I couldn't sleep. I still can't. I would wait until my mom left, said goodnight. And then I would turn on the radio under my pillow. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it for hours. And that's really where I felt had my love, my first love for radio. But there is something, there was then and there still is now, about Shadow Stevens' voice that seeps, I'm not being dramatic, into your soul and makes you feel plain good. Whether it was his mastery of how to control his voice to slowly really into his world of storytelling or how he could pick you up emotionally speaking 
and then slam you down. <laughs> he could pick up his pace. It was either slow enough or just fast enough to kind of get your attention. Stories weren't just stories with Shadow Stevens. He brought them all to life, and he still does. I love Shadow. So a few decades later, when Mike Gormley uh, mentioned to me that he knew Shadow and that he wondered if he could, you know, if he'd be interested in bringing him on the show when Mike Gormley interviews his special series on the show, I couldn't believe it. Uh, and I normally don't, don't get Star, Star Trek. I mean, in this industry, you meet everybody in the hospitality in this industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in L.A., right? So you, you meet everybody. I, I didn't get starstruck. I have not ever, I don't think, been starstruck. But I was pretty starstruck that Shadow Stevens was doing my show. Um, well, Mike Gormley's show. <laughs> so I kind of was a fly on the wall in that interview. You know, I sat in the back and I listened and I was just happy that he was there and that I got to listen. Uh he had just launched Mental Radio, which he's going to talk about. It's his third year this year. Wow. And these were congratulating him for some really, really great radio. If you haven't heard it, we're going to give you all the information on how you can hear it. And before you hear it, you probably, shadow being Shadow Stevens as the host is enough to tune in. But if you want to know a little bit more, we're going to talk about the show on this hour. But it really kind of marked my a proudest and happiest moment on the radio show today because it, I, you know, I fell in love with Shadow's voice uh, many, many years ago. It was, it's better than TV. It's better than movies sometimes. Oh yeah, uh, better than reading a book. You know how you you hear someone's voice and you just really they can bring yeah. the thing to life if Absolutely. they do it right. Uh, we're still striving to be Shadow every day here on the show. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, we are. Uh, so, <laughs> this is my interview with Shadow. <laughs> it's mine to screw up. Uh, and I hope I don't do that. Let me tell you a little bit about Shadow. Uh, and man, I didn't want to leave anything out from his bio. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to, obviously, because it would go on too long. But at the age of 11, he was on the radio as the world's youngest disc jockey after a North Dakota station discovered him on pirate ra- rock station that he built in his home when he was nine. Um, and at one time in Boston, um, I don't know if that's his hometown or not, but he'll let us know. Over a third of all people listening to the radio were listening to Shadow Stevens. Mm. An all-time major market record in radio ratings. A a year later, he landed in Hollywood and created and programmed the most successful and widely imitated radio format in the country when he launched the alternative rock, world-famous K-Rock. We all know that one. Then a year later, he went across town to create the first major album, Rock Format, in America at KMET. As a program director, and he personal, uh, as a program director, and here I am, Shadow. Sorry, messing up. <laughs> as a program director, and his, with his personality, he took the station to number one in Los Angeles while creating and hosting the number one weekly radio show, The Great American Rock Album Countdown, and winning the Billboard Magazine Radio Personality of the Year award. He was in advertising, and he's just, and you probably remember these commercials. I sure do. Uh, it was the most successful regional campaign in U.S. history. Remember Fred Rated for Federated? I absolutely <laughs> do. Won the Clio Awards. Um, he also did all the advertising for the Blues Brothers movie, 48 Hours of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. All three of my favorite right there. Uh, he was on television. He was a heartthrob. Still is. Mountains of uh, fan mail would come in of Hollywood squares. Uh, he was the top 10 
one of the top 10 stars of Dave's World, and the comedy drama Max Monroe, a loose cannon. He's on Baywatch, Beverly Hills 9021, Larry Sanders Show, one of my favorite shows of all time. Mm-hmm. And all the while, he was hosting the American Top 40, heard in 110 countries by more than a billion people a week. The uh, list goes on and on and on for Shadow Stevens, but I, I want to let Shadow tell us about his life. What drew you to radio? Welcome to the show, Shadow. <laughs> I, feel, well, I feel like I cough up some phlegm. <laughs> <laughs> I just have one. Those were always my favorite shows. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I just have one question for Shadow after that long litany in his resume. Shadow, what have you done for us lately? <laughs> well, when the COVID kicked in and the pandemic shut us down, I went to work. You know the story. It's like um, it was like I just wanted to do something that I could do. Everybody was hopeless and bleak and a constant stream of terrible news. And I wanted to create something funny that was uplifting and would make people laugh. And it's really that simple. So, you know, it came up. It's so important. Well, it's been important for for a while. You you mentioned that, but uh, you know when it when you launched the show, uh, it is so important. Really important now. It feels like to me. It feels like there's a it's dry out there. Like it's a desert oh, for yeah. comedy and for mm-hmm. a good sense of humor. And uh, that for me personally replenishes the soul. You know, the, the, being able to laugh and share a laughter with people. Yeah. Well, there's a whole there's a whole uh, line of thought, uh, Victor Frankl in man's search for meaning uh, after you know he had gone through four concentration camps and and realized that man had to had to, he believed in tragic optimism optimism in the face of all evidence to the contrary and one of the things he talked about is man's ability to ridicule phobias and rise above them by breaking the chain through humor and irony and it's and it's with that kind of mindset that you break the chain of the phobia triggers the response triggers the phobia triggers the response and what mental radio is built on although it's it's just supposed to be funny there is an underlying current an allegory if you will about everything and it's all about how we get ahead of our mind or get behind the mind and um and make fun of it all. Now, it's, it, I have a character called Brock Stillwell. And Brock Stillwell is a square-jawed jackhammer of a man in a plaid shirt who comes to the rescue in the nick of time. And in one episode, he dives into a shark tank to save a woman. And when the shark bites him, he laughs. And the shark, seeing Brock's blinding smile, pulls away, ashamed of his shortcomings. His inner voice says, I've never been a good shark. He laughed at me. He sees the real me. Even the plankton mock me. Why can't I be happy like the clams? It's that kind of humor that totally feels me. I'll take it. I love, I love it. it. <laughs> well, you mentioned getting ahead of the mind. When did you first come become conscious of what you're doing, what you're creating, the show that you're creating, that, that uh, when did you first come, become conscious that that 
being aware of your mind, being present, being um, getting ahead of your mind? When was there a situation where you realized that you have that power? Well, it's been cumulative because I've been um, a student of religion and and uh, the, believe in the harmony of, of religions and spirituality and meditation. I've meditated for 50 years. And, and um, as I, you know, read more and more, I, I realized that we're, our brains are predisposed to being afraid and it will look for what's wrong and make a list. And tell a narrative and it runs a movie in our head and it's seductive because it's dark energy. And it's like all it, all we have to do is let it in like what things are going well now. But remember 2017 <laughs> and then pretty soon you're reliving 2017 as if it's today. And then pretty soon you're dark, down a dark hole and we don't have the luxury of going into the dark hole because it isn't like it's going to get us what we want. And um, and then in in reading like Viktor Frankl, where he says, man is not meant to find equilibrium. Man is at his best when he's struggling and striving toward a freely chosen goal. And each of us has to decide what that goal is, what that purpose is, what that meaning is, what's worth working for, what's worth dreaming, what's worth mm. taking action, because we can't think our way happy. We can only act our way happy. And what are the actions that we take that will give us just a, a sense of spark of enthusiasm? You get, you know, you get a little progress on something, whether you're learning something new or whether you're creating something and now it becomes something. And then you get a little inspiration and the inspiration triggers another little surge of electrodes in your brain and then suddenly you're feeling inspired and enthused. So we have enthused, inspired, and excited. And, you know, it, we start living in possibilities instead of um, living in doubt and fear and like, oh, yeah, the future is just going to be like the past. Yeah, that's like, like my, uh, my jingles in mental radio. Don't forget the world is ending. Don't forget to be afraid. Don't forget to keep pretending you've got it made. <laughs> but you have you have those. I sent you some uh, a couple of those jingles if you want to yeah, play. We'll be playing all of them throughout the show. By but, the way, one of our one of uh, one of the twists on what you just said, as far as uh, pursuing, you know, about happiness. Number one, it's kind of ironic. The founding fathers, they didn't want to give that to us as one of the inalienable rights. They gave us life and liberty, but not not happiness. They said you can pursue it. It's like a carrot on a stick, on a string, on a stick out in front of us, but you can never reach it, which I just I don't agree with that. But the other thing that was said was, uh, you know, uh, all the choices that we've made up to this point have brought us where we are and all the choices we will make will bring us where we will be. But I love the third element that was shared with me on my program said all of the choices that you will make from this point forward are based upon your perception of what you think the future will be. Yeah, well, you, you set it in motion by just being curious enough or enthused enough to start pursuing it. And it's the pursuit that starts laying the groundwork and changes the landscape of yeah. where you're at. And as you know, and, and as ye seek, ye shall find. And you know, we can look for lots of reasons. That's an assault. You know, I did a. Uh, you know, I'm I'm also an artist, and I did this big piece called Doomsday, 
and it's 10 feet long and five feet tall. And it's about the assault of darkness that is always being thrown at us moment by moment, day after day, through the media, through television, through entertainment. It isn't just that, yes, there are beheadings, and yes, there are drug overdoses, and yes, there are possible tidal waves, and you know, and the list goes on and on, but there's also Creature from the Black Lagoon, and there's also you know, Godzilla, <laughs> and zombies, zombies are crawling out of the bottom of the frame. Why? The, uh, the uh, companion piece to it is also the same size. It's called Hope. And it's about the beauty that faith has created in the world. Mm. And it's in monasteries in the Himalayas, and it's in mosques in Turkey, and it's in temples and cathedrals, and it's in whirling dervishes, and it's in Native American powwows and colors, and it's in the Fibonacci sequence and the, the shape of waves and the spinning of galaxies. You know, it's all around us. Where do you want to place your attention? Why do we tend to go to the darker side? And it's so much more attractive, for lack of a better word, to our. You know, you know because there, and that's another, uh, that's another um, area of exploration, which is the way the brain works, the biases in the brain. There's the, the, um, the uh, negativity bias. The brain gives more weight to negative information than positive information. There is, um, we tend to believe what we are predisposed to believe. We look to confirm what we already believe. There is the, um, the bandwagon effect, they call it. And, and that's, we tend to believe what the people around us believe. So if we're hanging around people who are low-minded and, and um, you know, getting carried away with themselves, we uh, will tend to believe what they believe. And then there's the amygdala, the storehouse for phobias. <laughs> And it's always on the alert. And once it becomes activated, it becomes hypervigilant and it's looking and it's alarmed. And it's like, yeah. And it's then it's looking for support and it quickly s triggers the support system of, oh, yeah, there's something. And then I'll look out for that. And then pretty soon you're down into the wormhole. And once you go there, it's really hard to get out. Mm -hmm. So we've got to be walking the tightrope and going, uh, where's my mind going? Okay. Pivot, pivot, pivot. And the other, the other thing, and we talk about this on mental radio is, um, getting behind the mind through meditation. And we can talk about meditation at great length if you like, but, um, I think it's the only important thing I've discovered in life and what it allows when you get into a transcendental or breathless state is, you get to experience this isn't it becomes it doesn't it's no longer um you know where faith or belief is um intellectual speculation or repeating the words of somebody really smart that you like uh, wrote it is pure experience and once you have that experience of pure awareness of consciousness that is that isn't what is born lives and dies but is that spark of divinity that's in us the the I am the witness and you realize it's as the deeper you go, the deeper there is to merge into. And it's a revelation. And it's also empowering because you realize that the order of the universe is not only consistent throughout the physical plane, but beyond the physical plane. And it gives you good reason to live in possibilities. Mm. 
That's optimism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Father Shadow. And now will you turn in your hymnals to page 627, <laughs> and we will sing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, it, it makes so much sense. Yeah. Um, uh, we benefit from the wisdom that shadows That's learn right. here. And Shadow, you're, uh, even you were doing it now, you know, my opening there, where I, where I would listen to you, and I would, I would hang on how you phrase things and how you spoke, how, um, how you, you just knew how to, you're a good storyteller, I guess, is at the basic basis of, of what you do best at your core. Is that, is it something that just has always come natural to you or did you, you probably really worked at, at your craft of your instrument of your voice. I mean, you're an artist, you're a storyteller, you're a, you're an actual artist, but you're also a, uh, an artist in word mastery for imagery and was that something you you consciously worked at and you don't have to give away secrets if you say it just comes natural to you but i'm sure a part of it natural Uh the only thing that natural in me is i was born with uh an inordinate amount of enthusiasm and um Mm. and that could get me in trouble or it could be something that motivates me to do more but i've always loved words and uh and it's cultivated. Everything is a deliberate action that if you work at something every day, you get better and better and better at it. That's why I have this studio. It was, I learned to one, learn one little program and then went, oh, I like that. And I should also learn that. And so now I do Pro Tools and I do Photoshop and I do um, uh, Final Cut and Final Draft. And I can do artwork and I can do video and I can do audio and I can do it all myself. I don't have to count anybody. I can make all the decisions. I can choose the audio that I want to tell my story. And then I can get creative with it and move it around. And, and that's the thing that, um, that people find, I think, most um, interesting about mental radio is, yes, it's audio theater. But it isn't audio theater of 1950s style, which is what you mostly hear on podcasts and anybody that does it today. It's sort of traditional. It's a little music, maybe a sound here and there. This is finely tuned, orchestrated, cinematic immersion. And if you listen with earphones, sounds come from behind you. They move around in your head. It's always in motion. And it has this hypnotic appeal that is quite funny at times. There are jokes that are thrown away. That's why I call it genetically altered humor. (laughs) <laughs> it is humor that doesn't smell like humor, doesn't look like humor, and may not even make you laugh or even smirk. But later, when you least expect it, you may laugh for no reason and wonder why. Mm. And this is what we call time-released mirth or a laugh back. I like that. That's better than time-released Tylenol, let me tell you. <laughs> it is so much better. So much better. So we did this, we did this piece uh, on Mental Radio that, that I love and um and i i wrote it with a guy named sarge pickman who is a brilliant comedian and um and it's the and it's the reverend apostle bg and this is josh robert thompson uh character that he created and it's a faith healer and it sounds like it's in a gospel church and it's sound and we've got the organ we've got the band we've got the people hallelujah and the amen and all that and he said and and the reverend says he had a revelation at the drive-thru at Taco Bell. 
He ordered a toasted cheddar super chalupa and he pulled back the foil and saw the face of the Lamb of God at the foot of Noah's Ark. And he was moved to find the real Noah's Ark and bring it back to a thousand acres on the Ohio Kentucky border, Noah's Ark Park and Yahweh Village. <laughs> oh, man. Great. Shadow Stevens, Mental Radio, uh, mentalradio.net. Go subscribe anywhere you get your podcast and uh, go to mentalradio.net also to, to listen to episodes. Great. Shadow Stevens is on the show with us today. Mental Radio. Dot net celebrating its third year. Mental Radio is uh, something you don't want to miss. Mental Radio podcast on Facebook and on Instagram at Mental Radio. Um, we will be right back with more from Shadow Stevens. Brock Stillwell sees infinity painted on the sky. Grant, Connor, and Victor. Yep. We've been Brock. Get the Cuda. Let's go. A moment later, Brock's twin-engine turbocharged jet-fueled 1970 Plymouth Barracuda hit full throttle, pushing their heads into the seats, their faces flapping. Mr. Restaurant is a tasty new segment on The Jeremiah Show. Host Will Knox, renowned restaurant real estate specialist, serves up a fresh look at the restaurant business. On the menu, celebrity chefs, startups, operators, deal makers, designers, and those are just some of the appetizers. Look for all of Mr. Restaurant shows. Tell your smart speaker to play The Jeremiah Show, Mr. Restaurant. I am Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com. Hi, I'm Mariel Hemingway, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show.
Welcome to the Jeremiah Show, or welcome back to the Jeremiah Show, I should say. And Phil just played a, uh, a clip from from Mental Radio there that we just heard. Yeah. I, by the way, uh, in, the la- in Thanks, the last Phil. segment, uh, uh, your, your your Holiness, uh, I wanted to ask you when you listed all those things that you learned to do, uh, you know, uh, the different programs and what have you. Uh, uh, what do you? What's your reaction or action when someone comes along and says you're doing it wrong? It's all wrong. Who would do that? The shadow. Hey, the people in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, the mindless dead, they come crawling, dragging their knuckles across the snarl <laughs> and curse the sky. Um, yeah, there's always the mindless dead. You know, um, I, I got to the point in my life where I don't care. Um, I know this is funny. This stuff is funny. Um, and, and it isn't just that, you know, I started writing and then I, I, um, I found a, I got a new friend named Joshua Weinstein that I met um, just out of nowhere. Was this at Friends talking. Are Us? It sounds like you bought yeah. him. <laughs> you know, yeah, almost, almost. It was like God, it was a godsend. Right. So what do you do? He says, oh, he says, I'm a writer. And they went, oh, yeah, me too. What are you writing? And so we started talking and then pretty soon he started hearing about what I was doing with mental radio. and we become like partners. He's my writing partner and we write almost everything together. Like 98, 99% of metal radio is all written by P and I. And the, the, the joy of creating things it's it's like the wordplay. Um, someone called metal radio word jazz. He said, because there's a rhythm to it. And, and there is a conscious effort to make everything flow on the tongue. And I've been doing that since I, you know, I wrote this children's book for my kids when they were little and, and um, it's called the big galoot and it was written by Dr. Seuss like style. You know, I called it Royal Seussian verse and my, and this this little kid with size 42 hands and the kids make fun of him and, <laughs> and um, it's 42 and he goes off into the mountains and uh, on a field trip. And, and the wolves howl and thunder breaks and lightning strikes and the hurricane sets in and the kids are running for their lives. Well, guess who's stepping up with his size 42 hands. <laughs> but my favorite line is, and the reason I say this is because it's wordplay <laughs> and it's what blows in the mouth. So my favorite line, one of my favorite lines I've ever written, and there's two, I'll, I'll tell you the other one in a second, but that big galoot poked pigeon toed feet deep into the mud and would not be beat by forces too fierce for man, woman, or beast. As the going got tougher, his courage increased, saying, I'm a galoot, but I have good luck. You can't get me down. I never give up. So then there's another, there's another character wow. uh, called Brown Boy Love. And Brown Boy is uh, that's also on mental radio. Brown Boy is a uh, philosopher who um, travels the world with just the, the shirt on his back. And so my um, part, my ex-partner, uh, Charlie Midnight, songwriter, producer, um, he and I would go out and interview the philosopher when we'd find him at a bus stop or at a railway station. And uh, just as he's about to tell us the most important thing we would ever hear, he's hit by a bus and, cl- and clearly killed. 
<laughs> but a week later, we find him at a bull ring in Barcelona. <laughs> And he uh, and he said, and I, we go, how black uh, 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 brown boy, how he goes, uh, my brother, I'm a black belt in the art of ricochet. <laughs> Australians. No matter what happens, you've got to bounce back. It goes like something like this. You can fall from a plane or get a divorce, be riddled with pain or get kicked by a horse. You can fall on the ground. You can have an attack. But no matter what happens, you've got to bounce back ricochet oh and i, I believe love that. it i love it oh, oh yeah that's so good so good <laughs> it reminds me of a poster i was given at the age of 21 now i being irish well just enough uh i do a lot of worrying or did when i was in my uh, late teens and 20s and so i was given this beautiful poster i still have it and it basically starts out <clears throat> uh why worry uh, you know, you're either going to stay healthy or you're going to get sick. If you stay healthy, you have nothing to worry about. If you get sick, you only have two things to worry about. Either you get better or you're going to get worse. If you get better, you have nothing to worry about. If you get worse, you only have two things to worry about. You're either going to live or you're going to die. <laughs> if you live, you have nothing to worry about. If you die, you only have two things to worry about. You're either going to go to heaven or you're going to go to hell. If you, uh, 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 you know, and if, if you go to heaven, you have nothing to worry about. If you go to hell, you're going to be too damn busy shaking hands with friends to worry. <laughs> nice nice it's a good one i like that you mentioned shadow your daughter's uh you know the, the children's book uh amber stevens west she's a television star and your daughter china rose uh also is in entertainment I, bet, I, I was th- yeah i was thinking uh, i was thinking about about your kids must have just loved story time with you i well i would read to them and the reason I ended up writing a children's book in the first place is because I was reading, I, I read Alice in Wonderland to my daughter, uh, Amber, maybe 20 times. We'd wow. get to the end and she'd go, can we start again tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I have, I have read that more than I've read probably any other book in my life. And I still don't understand it. There are some insane things about it because it completely plays with with logic and reality but what i realized was it was uh, a little story about a little girl and um she she goes to a place where strange things happen so around that time i had a dream and i woke up saying button-sided hooey out loud and went that's the weirdest thing that's ever come out of me. But hell. So I wrote down button-sided hooey, and I thought, well, that sounds like Dr. Seuss. And then I thought, well, I like to write in verse. I should write a, a, a story for my daughters. So I spent about a year writing my first children's book, which has never come out. It's epic. It broke, broke all the rules. It's a chapter book. It's written in verse. And it's, um, it's basically, it ended up being two little sisters who are pulled into another dimension. And everyone they meet are like creatures, like in Alice in Wonderland, but they're something different about them because they are like the malarkey. And the malarkey has a big square jaw and big shoulders, and he looks down his 
nose and says, I'm a malaki, one of a kind, the finest you'll find. My pedigree spans 99 generations, all of us bred with the best educations. We're smarter, we're quicker, we tell better jokes. And just who could you possibly be? Are you well known or important to me? And as they look into his house, they see that his house is filled with mirrors. And in and they can see in the mirror, the back of his coat has pulled apart and and on the spine of this great big man with square shoulders is a little gray man working the, the, the parts. And this is alarming. (laughs) (laughs) Shadow Stevens, check his show out. Mental radio. It's on mentalradio.net. It's celebrating its third year. You know you need these stories. You need to laugh. Oh, yeah. You need shadow in your Absolutely. life. Everybody needs a little shadow. I got another, another one for you. I got another one for you. <laughs> All right. This is another one that I love. I love this one. It's in the episode, the Metal Radio episode, called us, um, Time. 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 And in it, we travel into the future. We zap past Apple, you know, new Apple um 24s and 25s and 36s we're in the future where everything is everybody's smarter and everybody has it more together and we land in a game show called time loop with todd lafantaine and trudy delish and it's a jeopardy style questions that you have to answer in 10 seconds while this contestant is spinning in a tilt-a-whirl type contraction. <laughs> and if you get it wrong, you'll be catapulted into the air, triggering a temporal shift in the universe and threatening all life as we know it, which is what happens. And it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Works for me. Oh, it's awesome. The great mind of Shadow. Shadow, take us to break, wouldn't you? Would you mind? I'd just be honored if you did. And bring us back. <laughs> Gentlemen, boys and girls, don't don't go away. There's more Jeremiah show coming up in just a moment. Do come back, won't you? Thank you so much. And I arrived in the dead of night, but it was still alive in the tropical heat with po' boys, gumbo, beignets, and jazz. But I went right to the cemetery. Because if you want to fight the blues, you got to look the devil in the eye. And that's when he appeared. Pleased to meet you. Dixon, right? Can I call you Dick? So you're Beezlebug. Please call me Bob. Welcome, Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on Core Radio. Keep on rocking to the core. Core Radio. The Jeremiah Show airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursday. Core Radio dot rocks. 
Hey there, I'm Caleb. I'm Becca. And I'm Joshua. And we, we are Girl Named Tom. Go to girlnametom.com to hear more of our music, buy merchandise, and learn about our story. You're listening to The Jeremiah Show. There is a place where everything comes together, where time and space conspire to bring about change. It's a place behind the eyes and between the ears, between imagination and hallucination. Join us for genetically altered humor. Welcome to Mental Radio. been listening to the jeremiah show i am miles zuniga from fastball hey this is tim and this is christian we're l1011 hi this is ron sexsmith on the jeremiah show and we're back with the jeremiah show to the show that never ends welcome back to the show with your mind in mind it's the jeremiah show take it jeremiah <laughs> well thank you so much shadow mental radio is the, the show that you should tune into though i'm gonna i want everybody that follows and listens to any show over the years of ours and just go there you can even leave us if you like. Just go to Mental hey, Radio. We'll miss you, you're still but you'll be in good hands. You're still listening to Shadow Stevens. So, yeah, you know, that's all that matters. It's all that matters, yeah. Simple. 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 I'm thinking maybe doing physical, emotional, and or spiritual radio. Oh, wait a minute. Spiritual's already been done. There's many religious stations already. So well, yeah, I think one. comedy and uh, the laughs that we're having here yeah. today on the show yeah. just show... I don't. How often do you are you around people that make you laugh? You know, what? at all during the day anymore. That is such a spiritual thing for me. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I do now. Jeremiah was sharing with us about his bedtime thing, and of course, when I was a kid, I got my first transistor radio, and I did the same thing: put it under the pillow, and I listened, and then I bought a little speaker pillow speaker that actually went under That's the funny. pillow, and all that kind of stuff. But <clears throat> I and I love. I grew up with Warner Brothers cartoons, right? So whenever we've watched uh, a series of the F. FBI, the FBI most wanted, FBI International, FBI this, FBI, or whatever the drama is. If I don't do it on the TV, I will do it on my phone. I'll put the headphones in and I will go to Hulu and I will go down to Family Guy or King of the Hill or The Simpsons or uh, uh, Bob's Burger uh, or American Dad or any of the more, shall we say, adult cartoons. First of all, knowing they're damn stupid, okay? I know that. <laughs> But it's like 
eating a cracker at a wine tasting thing, I'm trying to clear my mental, emotional, and spiritual palate before I go to sleep. Because I want to laugh. I, I want to have fun in this life. What about you, uh, uh, Shadow? Do you... Uh, I would think that that you probably have less of a problem with this because you surround yourself and you talk about, hey, this stuff is funny and that's wonderful. Healthy, uh, but you healthy don't. Yeah, too. it's healthy. Good. For I would you. take it that you don't take into your being a lot of that stuff. You don't watch the news or the drama movies or television shows and so on and so forth. I watch more than I should probably. I'm, I'm seduced by the madness of the world and. And I keep thinking, uh, okay, where's the upside here? And it's like, well, we, we have to keep reminding ourselves of what's right in our lives. Yeah. And, and there's the, the assault, the bludgeon assault of darkness that's all around us. And maybe it's always been that way. And now because of everybody's connected and we have, you know, worldwide media and 24-hour news and social media and and everybody's ready to believe conspiracy theories, no matter how absurd, you know, there is just madness everywhere. And yet some of us aren't suffering like that. Mm -hmm. Some of us, you know, um, do have a roof over our heads and, and we have families that we love and there's a lot to be, you know, I'm not writhing in pain. I'm not face down in a ventilator. I am okay. I have a, a car to drive and I have food to eat. And I have to be reminding myself of what's right. What else is right? What else is right? Yeah, they, somebody just cut fresh grass. Somebody just cut the ground. Oh, oh yeah, there's a hummingbird. You know, it's like, oh, great. So uh, in, in one episode, I, I, it's called Space. The episode's called Space. And it talks about how, you know, space is infinite and infinite is getting bigger. But the fact that we're able to even think about that and calculate that is the space between thoughts inside of us as infinite as the space on the outside. And maybe the reason we can't get along is because our brains are stuck in a 1940s newspaper bullpen with typewriters clacking, phones ringing, and voices in our heads all talking at the same time. Hank, Trixie, Buck, Chick, Bruiser. Hey, Haystack, <laughs> Ducks, Turkle. They're preparing for a showdown between a husband and his, or a, a guy and his girlfriend, and they're all getting ready. And we say, well, they're come, trying to come up with the right thing for him to say, and it all takes place in 10 seconds, which, of course, goes on and on. <laughs> but... but um, all of a sudden, get ready, get ready, get ready. And she says, well, how much space do you need, Todd? <laughs> he goes, well, I don't know. No, no, no. Tell me. And it was like, careful, careful, careful. And all the voices are talking. It's really funny. And it all happens like this assault. It goes so fast. It's like his girl Friday. You know, it has that same tone as that movie where everything, everybody's talking. The typewriters are clacking. The phones are ringing and, and we're talking to this and we're calling them. And, and it's I love that kind of chaos. And with, with funny characters like Butch and Bruiser and Haystack and Chick and Buck. <laughs> uh, if I may ask another quick question of you of, of the humor. How does it make you feel inside? Uh, not so much on an emotional, but maybe even on a spiritual level, when you not only know that what you've written and your partner and you have written together is funny, but when people respond to that humor in that positive and the positive way, of course, is they're laughing and you know that they're laughing and they're enjoying it. They're having. How does that make you feel? 
Well, I, you know, I don't get to experience them doing that. I mean, even telling you and you laughing is is great, but I worry these things. I polish them. I work myself to death with them. I, I listen and I mix and then I mix it down and then I go listen in another place and another with different earphones and go, is it right yet? Is it right yet? No, that's all. I need another one more iteration here. And, and I refuse to send it out and make it available until every little piece is as perfect as I know how to make it. What happens is, and I have 25 pages of rave reviews. Um, Craig Ferguson said, you'll love this. Craig Ferguson said, it's Flash Gordon, L. Ron Hubbard, Captain Marvel, Buckaroo Banzai, and everything else. Is it a show, a channel, an area, a movement, whatever it is, I need more of that and less of everything else. Oh, that's great. Uh, could you do that in a Scottish accent now? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love watching Craig Ferguson. He is so funny. Oh, he's the best. He's the best. You've got a brilliant, really creative mind, Shadow. I mean, it's, wow, where you come up with this stuff and how you put it together. I love, I love that detail you just gave about how you, you labor over the craft. I, I, I get that. I mean, you can hear it. How much of this is drug induced, by the way? I'm just curious. <laughs> hey, well, uh, it, it really. I, I did a lot of that back in uh, the day, but I stopped everything 37 and a half years ago. I haven't had a drink or a drug or anything for 37 and a half years. The, the mind's too sharp with stuff like that. Your mind, I mean, yeah. you can see you don't come up with that stuff if you're doing drugs. <laughs> it it won't make sense. <laughs> well, yeah, you'd come up with other stuff, but it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. 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 There'd be gibberish. Well, you know, I would come up with things like I did on acid where um, I would come down to the 10 basic truths and, and it would be. Go out and get dirty. Come in and get clean. Shadow, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shadow. Uh, oh, wait, go ahead. I'm down from the mountain and in from the rain, Johan. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you got to spend, we've only got uh, eight minutes left with you. So I want to spend that time uh, kind of taking apart a little bit mental radio and it's your third year. Congratulations. Uh, we're celebrating with you. I want everybody out there to check out mentalradio.net. Subscribe yep. uh, wherever you're getting your podcast. Uh, this is one that should go in the top of your inbox every day. Every time it gets released, it's always something uh, to look forward to. Mental- and there's things to learn. I mean, we do, uh, we do seminars like vocal authority training. <laughs> and it's where you learn to speak with conviction like DJs and politicians. So if you can learn to say, give us a shout out on the banner line with conviction or let's check the weather together. You can say anything. <laughs> Shadow, do you, I mean, you mentioned you don't hear a lot of the laughter, but you do hear from your fans, I imagine. Yeah. You hear from the people that are listening, I hope, because if not, let's send them somewhere to, to laugh or to tell you how much they love it. Yeah, well, you know, I do, you know, want people to, um, you know, to listen and and let me know and just send me, um, you know, send me a note. Um, I'm easy to find. (laughs) And my and my email is shadow at shadow dot com. So how hard is that? If anybody's curious about the things I do, there's a couple of other websites. There's shadow dot com, S-H-A-D-O-E dot com. But there's also shadowart.com that has a lot of my artwork and that gets pretty deep. 
um, hope comes with that hope piece that I did comes with a 57 page booklet that outlines every image of the more than 100 images that are in the piece and what they mean and, and what they stand for and uh, and favorite quotes of brilliant people and all of it uplifting. It's like all of it is empowering, uplifting, thoughtful ideas. Well, we started the show talking about that and how you can go down a dark hole and we are all conditioned that way. That's the, for some reason, the dark is the light and we, we navigate that way and we are inundated with it, but there's a better way. There's a more positive way. It's training. It's, it's mental training and it's mentalradio.net. Check it out. Shadow Stevens. We'll be right back after this break. like oh no yeah but and what if come to life as creatures and aliens with teeth where we mock fear and ridicule phobias and laugh to break the cycle of being at their mercy it's a place where optimism opens the doors to imagination our love is alive Check out Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com. Hi there, everybody. This is Ann Hitch. Hey, everybody. I'm Art Alex Hucks from the band Everclear. My name's Danny Drayo. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Jeremiah, your love, home. need help with your restaurant or hospitality business? See how we can help your business at hjlrestaurantadvisors.com. Hey, this is Jeff Stunk Baxter. Please open your heart and reach out to a veteran and let them know, number one, that they are loved and respected. You won't give up if they don't give up. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show.
Welcome back, Dr. D. I couldn't even wait for you to give me well, the you three. Were winding I'm, I'm, in there. I'm out of the gates. I, Shadow Stevens is on the show. Pitch. He's, he's made me really happy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Just like you used to when I was way back when. Yes, right. Um, I like to laugh. Yeah, it's, me too. That's so much. It feels so good. Shadow Stevens. Uh, met, uh, don't you jump in with another question. No, no, no. To, you, you go, I got to get these last in here. You can save that one to the very end. <laughs> Dr. D and I fight over our airtime with you, Shadow. Um, in 2020, you say er, something changed. Everything changed, as was foretold by Nostradamus. Can you want to finish that for me? About setting up the show? About what, how you were inspired? Well, there were, all of mental radio is based on truth and fabricated information told with great sincerity and absolute conviction. And it's up to you, like in all conspiracy theories. And that's what, way back in the day, when I was first on television, they I was on uh, in Boston with um, a television show and I was the youth correspondent. And I would talk about things like, Paul is dead and all the proof that Paul is dead. And I always go back to that because there is a glimmer of truth upon which an entire fabricated um, conspiracy theory was developed. And people really bought into it and they were really emotional about it mm -hmm. and excited about it. And it, it's that way to this day. So when Metal Radio was created, there is a mythology behind it. And the story is that um, Nikola Tesla in 1893 discovered wireless energy transfer. And what he intended to do was to be able to provide free energy that would power the whole world for free. And of course, he was prevented from doing that. But as the story goes, he also realized that if that happened on the physical plane, it also transcended the physical plane and that it could, in effect, he could uh, make it available to uh, as a, uh, to be dedicated to uplift mankind. And so he started a secret underground society of optimisticals, spelled M-Y-S-T-I-C-A-L-S, all dedicated to uplifting mankind. And that these people in secret all over the world have been there in key moments in history. For example, when um, Roosevelt said, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. He didn't come up with that. He had a terrible idea, in fact. He's, he's like, well, we ought to do something about fear is when the fear comes, you know, and they went, no, that's not going to work. And so one of us was there. And so it is. Mm. And so all of that is uh, correctly predicted by Nostradamus um, uh, eons ago. And if you go to mentalradio.net and read about it, it will tell it. And there's a little bit of tongue in cheek and a little bit of truth. And it's up to people to discover, you know, you know, that is real. And then, no, that can't be real. And that's part of the fun, I think. There, there is like, uh, when we go, the uh, metal radio all takes place in a former Masonic temple somewhere in Hollywood. And it's huge. <laughs> and it has big rooms. It has laboratories. It has theaters. It has, you know, a bowling alley. It has a swimming pool. It has uh, the uh, outlook chamber at the pinnacle where we go to talk about what really is it's all about, you know, how the mind works. And there we introduce the idea of meditation and why it makes sense and why it's reasonable and what to expect. And we give you a 90 second introduction to meditation, all with original music and Tibetan chimes and bells and gongs and ohms 
that have traditionally been used for thousands of years to pay, to take people within. And they're quite beautiful. And, and then it goes back to, don't forget the world is ending. <laughs> or, Let's sing about gloom and confusion. Fa-la-la. Everything but fear. <laughs> you sound so chipper when it comes to the end. That's very nice. That's good. That's a good attitude to have. I have a Broadway show piece where he said, we, I've got mental diarrhea. You know, every time I'm drink, drinking, you know, even when I'm not, they keep on throwing up at thinking. He keeps throwing up at thinking. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of sounds like uh, a queen could have done that. You know? it, uh, ideally, in a perfect universe, Freddie Mercury would have taken that and blown it yeah. out. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Sure. Hey, uh, Shadow, you, re- you uh, rely on the show on a principle that you call time-released mirth. This is a real thing? Yeah, well, it's because we're bombarded by trepidation waves. Everybody knows that. And time-released mirth is the only logical um, thing that can we can hope to turn to as part of genetically altered humor. Time-released mirth is, as I said earlier, um, that the humor is often goes by so fast and is so subtle you know, a timely sound effect that is a throwaway or an aside or a, a, a the rhythm of a dialogue. And it's going by so fast, you don't have ha, ha, time to laugh because it's that something else is happening. And so you can go back and re-listen and re-listen and re-listen to these and see all the little uh, jewels along the way, all the little funny stuff. But there's no time to laugh. So you can well up inside and get filled into, you know, hyperventilating perhaps, or at some point you just got to let it go mm-hmm. and it'll come out as a smirk or an untimely laugh. <laughs> People will be wondering what's wrong with that guy. That's right. All right. Well, we do it all the time. Celebrating. Here. Yeah. I always laugh about midnight after I spent the day with you. I, I, I just start laughing. Um, third year. Mental Radio. Find it on mentalradio.net. Shadow Stevens uh, is the creator and the host, and you've got a writing partner that we that you've mentioned. Do you want to mention his name again? Yeah, Joshua Weinstein. And all the music was done by Chuck Serino. Um, and, and this all happened. It was like a godsend because I was setting out to do this, and I was going to do it with music I could find that was that there wasn't any publishing rights or royalties that had to be paid. Yeah. And so I was doing it with the United States Marine Orchestra doing um, classical music. I was and, just thinking that very thing. It's I, all I, classical music or, or didgeridoo. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I used that when I was creating, um, you know, the adventures of Guy Good, you know, the Western. And it was, you know, the, the uh, uh, William Tell Overture. Mm. And then I called Chuck because Chuck, Chuck um, directed most of the 1100 commercials I did when I was doing the Federated group back in the eighties mm-hmm. and he has become a world-class composer. I said, do you have any music I could use? And he said, yes, I have all these movies that I was paid for that never came out and you can have whatever you want. So now I have a library oh. of cinematic music that has become the, the whole um, landscape, uh, the cinematic landscape of mental radio is all because of this one guy in full orchestral. It's like John Williams. It's like Morricone. It is absolutely brilliant. That's so that gave, that gave it weight and, and, you know, that real widescreen cinematic uh, view. Well, hi there. Yeah. Gonna, we've got, um, 
I wanted to introduce you to a couple of people here, but I'll do that. Hold on. Let me just finish up the show here, and then I'll introduce you. Um, Shadow Stevens, the show, Mental Radio. Uh, when listening to the show, I love this. Spontaneous, you will experience spontaneous optimism, followed by cloud nine euphoria, and what Eastern religions call the seventh heaven of tickled pink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this elevated state will be accompanied by a funny feeling that everything is going to be okay. Mental radio. Congratulations on your third uh, season of mental radio shadow. And, Thank you. Uh, anything, any final words you'd like to say to well, your, to your fans, your listeners or to, fan, to your fan, family, to me. <laughs> say again. We have a gang, a, a gang with guys named TikTok, Quack Quack, Ice Pick, and Cadillac who get together with Junior with Lollipop and Joe Sausage, and <laughs> we bring in Corky and Chicken Man, Chicken Man to pull a caper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tune in for the next part on uh, Mental Radio. <laughs> uh, love it. All right, Shadow, thank you so much for coming on, and we'll All see right, you soon, you. my friend. Again, Facebook and Instagram at Mental Radio Podcast on Facebook and Mental Radio on Instagram, mentalradio.net. The great Shadow Stevens. Thank you so much. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. Thank you, Shadow. Go with peace, my brother. Let's sing about gloom and confusion. Everything we've got to fear. Let's make a long list of our dreads and insist on being unhappy and moan. I've got mental diarrhea, you know, every time I'm drinking, and then even when I'm not, I keep on throwing up at thinking. Keep throwing up at thinking. Don't forget the world is ending. Don't forget to be afraid. Don't forget to keep pretending you got it made. Now try to be happy. Happy. Elemental Mental Radio.
This is comedian Mods Jobrani, and you are listening to the Jeremiah Show. Listen, man. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to Dr. D for making our voices come alive on the airwaves and to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Be sure to check out our very own Richard Dugan, a.k.a. Dr. D, Peabody Award-nominated radio show. Tell me your story every Sunday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and sound and engineer producer Richard Dr. D. Dugan and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. I'm a put my guns in the ground I can't shoot them anymore That cold black cloud is coming down This is Miles Copeland. Yeah, I just had the honor of speaking to the Jeremiah Show. Who would have believed that little old me would have the opportunity to speak on such a prestigious show? And they even talked about my book, Two Steps Forward, One Step Back, My Life in the Music Business. So it was a great pleasure to uh, be on that show, the Jeremiah Show. I love you.